0: chicken, cooked chicken. I'm Walter. And I'm Cameron. At the moment, we're currently gonna go for a drive. No destination at all. Driving.
1: Driving and potting. Driving. It's dangerous. But we'll get it done.
0: So Alright, right,
1: here we go. Door's shut. This has never been done before. You think anyone's potting and drive?
0: No, I'm for the first. We're the
1: first. Seatbelt on. This is podcast history right now.
0: Seatbelt on is the most important part. If you people drive without seatbelts and you get in an accident, I, I want to see pictures of your face on, on, on the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're driving. We actually have no idea where we're going. We, we really don't know where we're going. I told Cameron not, as soon as I got off work, I was like, come outside, let's go for a drive, let's go far away. And I really, I just got out of work. I wasn't even in front of his house. And he texted me, never come back. And then he says, are you really outside? <laughs> no, I was not. <laughs> and then he suggested, I asked if he wanted to do a podcast. And he said, how about we try it while driving? There's always a first for everything.
1: This will, this will go down in the history books. When we're legends, we'll... Like, when we're, we're big the- <laughs> names, kids will read about us in their history books people would be like Walter and Cameron podcasting legends
0: (laughs) you put my name first (laughs) oh yeah oh my god I thought you would have been Cameron and Walter the fact that you put my name first shows the respect I would have said Cameron and Walter just so you know I'm just being modest
1: we we, we will be legends (laughs) in the same sense that I said we're being modest I'm saying we're podcasting legends (laughs) for doing it about driving
0: dude we have one listener I, I mean I think we might have more I don't know I don't know how to check the statistics because I should be a computer whiz but I'm not <laughs> well that's why you're going to school to learn about computers yeah oh and if you guys hear any gear shifting sorry about that kinda suck it. when you learn how to drive stick you gotta teach me how to drive stick really not i mean do you know the basics of it how your clutch i mean it's it's
1: really hard to say yeah to, like i how to like drive um dirt bikes and atvs i mean which, i can't show you in
0: this car because i don't want you to ruin my clutch man
1: the only guess, thing different is the clutch pedal but yeah. other than that
0: i know like i mean i guess i could teach you in my mom's car versus it i mean i don't the clutch is weird in that one i'd like I mean every single clutch and every single car is different. I've driven my dad, both my dad's cars, both three cars from my mom that were all stick. I drove the one that I learned. I actually learned to drive stick in El Salvador. I was 14 at the time when I learned how to drive stick. You were supposed to be 15 to learn. Yeah. But the guy was like, "You don't look like you're 14, so you'll be able to pass." I was 14. I did not I was never behind the wheel and my first time learning was stick shift. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, driving in El Salvador is one of the hardest things to do. People don't give a shit where they're walking. They will walk in front of your car. And what my, the guy was like, if they walk in front of you, just honk at them and they'll get out of the way. I have never used my horn here in the United States because I, I feel like it's rude to use your horn to honk at somebody. Well, that's because there's so many regulations here in the United States. Like, in um Every uh, single intersection that I... Like, yeah, here's the regulation part. Sorry to cut you off. Like, we have stop signs. Every single intersection that I was told to stop, no stop sign. I was told to stop and I'm like, wait, I don't see a stop sign. Like, no matter, there was no street lights, there were no stop signs. It was like a brick road. It, it was not fun to drive in because I was scared. I was scared the entire time. Like, if I were to go back to El Salvador now and drive, which I'm not, I probably won't go to El Salvador for a while because of Google the things that are going out right there right now. What's going on? Dude, there's a lot of gang violence in Really? Like that's why I have my family members living with like, they just integrated from El Salvador, it was because I mean so many kids are told to join these like let's put like Crips and Bloods they're not the Crips and Bloods down there. Why do you, why do you think you don't see that on the news? What do we care about right now? I mean it's well, election year. The, uh, we care about whether and what Trump says about Hillary <laughs> and what Hillary says about Trump. But let's leave that for aside for a different yeah, day. I had no idea that was going on. But yeah like Kids are like Bloods come to kids Saying join our Join our gang And they say okay Then the Crips come Say join our gang And they're like wait But I'm with the Bloods Alright then we're gonna Kill you And then like There's a lot of kids That get threatened There was Bloods and Crips
1: In
0: El Salvador? No I I, I said that (laughs) earlier I don't know if you heard me I was like let's put The example of Crips and Bloods I mean it's not like that In El Salvador But They're told to join All these gangs And if they don't join The rival gang They get threatened As soon as, like, my family members came to El Salvador, it wasn't long enough before one of their close friends was shot, was gunned down by one of the gang members. He was shot, and, like, there were pictures of how badly he was shot, and, man, it's messed up over there. Wow. It is horrible. (laughs) Like, when I went, it wasn't, I mean, it was bad when I visited back in 2011. I mean, I I tell you, I did not leave the house that I was staying at after, like, 7 o'clock, because I was just scared about, like, I did not speak a word of English, so people wouldn't know I was from the United States. I did not wear anything that would, like... Like, I didn't wear anything that's said Nike, Adidas, like, American Eagle, anything like that. So people wouldn't see that I had money. Like, no phones were out while we were outside. We were dropped... We landed in El Salvador around noon. Their time, that way, they wouldn't leave. My family wouldn't leave early. Because if you leave early, like, 3 a.m., that's, like, prime time for them to be out luckily my my uncle that was down there is a cop so i mean he always he had a weapon with him at all times but like what could one man with a gun do to protect six different other people and against five or six gang members all with guns that don't care about who they killed i had no idea it was that dangerous when you I went i we, mean back then we should have done the
1: podcast back then we could have been back then from- back then you and i were getting <laughs> off our beef
0: from middle school
1: what? <laughs> why Why you say it like that? <laughs> Getting off our beef. <laughs> okay, ladies, were cool. We were like, squashing our beef. We were
0: squashing. Our beef was becoming squash. Boom. Yeah.
1: Because in eighth grade, for
0: some reason, we didn't like each other. I can't even remember why. I don't remember. I mean, I have a great... Like, I've been told I have a great memory. And, all, and I, I, I really can't remember why him and I had beef back in the day. It's old but, news. Water old under news. the bed. Yeah. Now we're... Look at this. We're driving... Down this road. Uh, walk, we drive this lonely road. <laughs> <laughs> and we're podcasting. Like, two people with beef would not podcast together. What just, do you think that would have been like, though? Live. Raw Chicken Cooked Chicken live from El Salvador. I've been a plane podcasting. If somehow we end up going somewhere together on a flight, we're going to have to podcast that entire flight.
1: Really? You think that the people sitting around us wouldn't mind? Man, maybe.
0: <laughs> They would, Maybe we would be famous by then and they would want to be on the podcast. Like imagine you're so big and you're podcasting on a plane that every single passenger on the plane knows you and wants to be on the podcast. The, Pi- about, like the even pilot comes over the, the air like he, You feel the jet going you're down. Now free. You're now
1: free to move about the cabin. Also, I'd like to be on raw chicken, cooked chicken.
0: <laughs> he comes I'm out um, and you feel the jet f- f- plummeting like... 20,000 feet or like he's like oh shit I didn't put autopilot on <laughs> <laughs> we all die podcast over <laughs> <laughs> it would be our JV squad to take over though
1: uh, that would be uh, another podcasting his podcasting history
0: moment I don't think anywhere First podcast recording a live death it would I mean I don't think I mean most likely the recording device will be blown up so but will it be uploaded to the cloud
1: we gotta, we gotta come up with like microphones and um, recording devices. That upload directly to the cloud. Yeah, that either do that, or are almost indestructible. That way we can go undercover. But if we would have reco- like if I would have recorded from a foreign country, like El Al- Al- Salvador, to dangerous territories. El Al- Salvador, perfect.
0: <laughs> Going it, like no, like you become don't become f- investigative journalists. Like. You hear about... you Like, you... We studied third world countries... In America In, like, world cultures and stuff like that... That we did during... Throughout high school and still in college... But, like... You really don't know how bad a third world is... Until you go to a third world country... You have people, like... You know, like, how some sheds have, like... The tin roofing, like... that. Yeah... Like, some people literally have that for walls on the roof... Like, that's how they, like... It's literally like a shack... They live in shacks... Or, like... Where I was staying, the neighbors around us—the people to our right—lived in a shack. The people to our left had no plumbing. They literally—it was literally a hole in the ground—that they used for the bathroom. You see people outside starving. You people throw the trash everywhere. You see how like you see all the fields that people are working at, and they're not making much. I remember my cousin told me when he came here, like when I visited him, he was making five dollars a day working in the fields. I'd, I'd Like, that's a day. The, you know, uh, Ian. We don't even make right? that for, You know like, Ian?
1: Yeah. Uh, he works at Briarwood Golf Course, and he makes $4 an hour.
0: But even legal? Like,
1: <laughs> no, it's not legal, but he gets... They tell they get me he gets golf free golf,
0: from, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but every I'm time you like, buy something... Like, like,
0: like uh, I golf... I don't golf. I would not... Like, if I were to work at Briar like, at this Bri- Briarwood, I would not want to be paid... I don't golf. I mean, if they give me all the, the clubs and all that, then yes, I'll golf. The free caddy. The I free think, golf cart. I think that's the only reason he got into
1: golf is because they paid him with golf. And every time he would buy something, like, Old-tier. a hamburger
0: from We're going to pay McDonald's. you $2 an hour at Chick-fil-A. But you can have all the Chick-fil-A you want. Yeah. Damn. I would <laughs> I would get sick by, like, the first week. I'm like, I'm to be honest, I'm getting sick of Chick-fil-A already. And I've only been there, like, a month. He would buy something
1: for $8 and I would be like... You have to work two hours for that. Think about, does he get taxed, though? Oh, I don't think so. But, I mean, wait, well, that's $4.
0: Because they would, to, they would have to record That's still that. $4 an hour. And he's, like, like go- working at a golf course really isn't hard work. But like, working at a field for $5 a day, like, that's how fucked up a lot of third world countries are. And that's <laughs> El Salvador. Yeah. Like, the countries in Africa are probably a lot worse than what El Salvador was. But, like, you've, like, right away, you see it. And it's pretty cool because, like, there's a lot of culture changes that happened when I went there. Like, to like, you you wouldn't consider this a big, like, you wouldn't think about this, but the Coke that you drink here yeah. is not the same as the Coca-Cola you drink down there. It is a lot better down there. It's a lot sweeter and not like, you know, like, yeah. you know how it burns your throat? Well, that's because of all the FDA regulations. Yeah, it's more sugary down there probably and it's not
1: good for you. Because they don't care about um, kids getting fat. <laughs> Another thing that they did was... Which Thanks, one. Obama. I'm uh, talking to you,
0: Michelle. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. No one blames Michelle, but everyone brings Barack. But back to, like, one thing that was really cool... You know the Ziploc bags that we have? For, like, sandwich yeah. baggies? They literally would take, like, a can of soda or, like, a glass bottle of soda and pour it into that Ziploc bag and serve it to you with a straw. <laughs> Like, you don't, like, it it was one of the coolest things to drink out of. Like, when I heard you can drink soda from a bag, I'm like, I'll do that. Why would you want to drink it from a bag? Dude, it's something different. Why (laughs) stick to the regular can, bottle, and glass bottle? And two liter bottles. And these days, one and a half liter. Or 32 ounce cups.
1: Because cups are designed so, whereas you're not drinking. They're nice and stable, and you can sit them somewhere. True. Your bag, just like
0: <laughs> you gotta drink it. Well, I mean, you do you drink just it. have soda everywhere. Another cool thing which sucks that's not legal here is you can drive on the back of a truck no matter where you are. We were literally going 60 miles per hour, and I was in the back of a truck with my sister and a, and a friend that we met down there. We were in the back of a truck, and we were like literally standing up. So each time there was a bump, it kind of hurt a little bit, you would have to hold on tight. And also, another thing that sucked because there was like dirt flying through the the air, or, like, if hitting bugs was horrible, because we would, like, our arms would basically be on the top of the trunk, but there was, like, bars so you could hold yeah. on, because, they, like, they really make them, special. like, they're special made, that way you can ride in the back of a truck. And, like, I've, I miss doing that sometimes, because I remember 11th grade when we did that for, we did that for Pumpkin Chunkin', that you, me, Dan, oh, yeah. you, you, me, Dan, and Allison did Pumpkin Chunkin', and we had to get the, the catapult out of Dan's garage, and we had Axel take his truck. And, like, there wasn't enough room in his, the front of his... Well, there, probably, there was plenty of room in the front of his... In the cab. Wait, who was our fifth? Because we had five people. It was me, you, Daniel, and Allison. That was pretty much it. We only had four people. It was the other group that had five. It was Monica, oh, Brittany, okay, okay. Jared. Yeah, okay. I got you. Yeah, and, like, you... I forget who I went in the back with in the truck. I was in the back but in, the, in the trunk? <laughs> like, we were in the trunk, and, like, as soon as... Like, the cops saw us, and they followed us the entire way to the school. Like, I mean, I know you, we want people to be safe. But, like, if I want to do that, why can't I be allowed to do that? If I want to be a fucking retard, why can't I be a retard? <laughs> you have the right to be a retard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if I want to sit in the back of a truck, and I know the consequences... I mean, I guess... I should be a lot, like, I get... People don't people know the consequences. For example, like hot someone sued McDonald's because they didn't have caution, hot coffee is in here, you're gonna burn yourself. Then cause they didn't have that back like when they first started and somebody burned themselves and they sued. That's how you got the warning label on hot liquids. Cause you're gonna burn yourself drinking a hot liquid that's up be like a, a little bit above boiling point. Of course. It's a little be. bit above. <laughs>
1: I don't know about you, but I don't take my coffee boiling. <laughs> I take my coffee
0: boiling because you must you're be a little bitch and then my coffee is really You don't
1: boil coffee, though.
0: You boil the water. Okay, more than, at least above 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh. Yeah, it's gotta be hot, but <laughs> you don't boil the coffee. Oh, shit. Almost hit the curb. <laughs> Podcasting and driving is not... We're gonna be doing fine. But like I, I to be honest, like I would love to vi- visit other third world countries to
1: see how they live. I've never left the United States. I've never even left the East Coast. I've been. Where do you want to go? Up, I've been. Uh, What's the farthest north you go? North. You've been I've been up to New York, and south I've been all the whole way down to. Uh, Wait, you've Florida. been you've
0: been to Cal- you went to Anaheim. Remember for Vex? I mean, do you really
1: count that though? Oh yeah, that, yeah,
0: though?
1: yeah, yeah. You you didn't get to explore Anaheim. I was there for two days, three days, maybe. But I almost forgot about that yeah I, I don't guess mind it you. counts <laughs> I guess it counts but I mean you were there for two days you were there for one reason only I, I don't didn't... think you were allowed to explore no it was hard it wasn't even a vacation so it was
0: basically work I, I haven't been I mean I, I was born in Los Angeles but now I mean, we moved to the east coast back in 07 and I mean I haven't I've really the only farthest I've gone since leaving the west coast was El Salvador I haven't really been back to the West Coast. Farthest north I've gone up has been Boston. No. Either Boston or Rochester at this point. And farthest south that I went was Orlando. My mom took my sister and I to the Universal Studios Resort and the Disney one. My mom mom has always been a Disney fanatic. So the, the Disney one was basically for her. My sister and I really enjoyed the Universal one. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter, man. <laughs> that, was, that was the best part of the... The Butterbeer in- was
1: very good. Yeah, that was. Although most of the rides made me sick because
0: they were those 3D rides. The Harry Potter one 3D was pretty cool, but like, I, we did it once because, I mean, it's universal. It's going to be huge. The lines were extremely big. So that's where I read my... That's where I read my first roller coaster started. So my favorite one was the Hulk. Was the Hulk? The Hulk roller coaster. I was trying to think of what the real name was but I couldn't think of it. I think it's just called the Hulk. Probably the Hulk. It like it, it starts you off really slow. Like you think it's just gonna be a normal climb. But then it stops you and then it shoots you off. Yeah. And then you're going around and then it, you think you come to you come to a complete stop and you're like oh done and then it shoots you off again and that was like one of my favorite parts about the entire park. Another <laughs> This is like the first time I like roller coasters. So I was scared to go zero to sixty miles per
1: hour so fast. <laughs> the first time I did that was Hershey Park and the Storm Runner.
0: At the Rock and Roller Coaster, which was in Disney, was the first time. <laughs> Rumble Strips <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time. The first time I shot off like that. And so like when you when we went to sixth grade physics and you guys told me to do, King of the car zero to one hundred twenty eight. Was it? Yeah, one twenty. I was like, oh my god, I have not ridden anything fast. I mean, I drive 80 miles per hour, but like, I have not been outside. Like, I drive with my roof down, of course, because I I can't put my roof up. So I don't feel the g force from the driving 50 miles per hour, 60 or 70. But that was one of the best rides that I've ridden to date. I've been. The best one
1: that I've ridden was the uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. The drop tower.
0: Where's that one at? That was built right under the King. Ka. Oh, King oh. <laughs> I knew <laughs> the, that. The one that was... Uh, as soon as you said drop tower, it was like, oh, he means about the one under. Yeah. But then I was thinking like, of... you. I was, for some reason... 458 I thought I and feet. For, I can do heights. I can do, like, the call that goes 440, like, same amount, basically the same height. Slightly but, over, because it's got to clear yeah. the drop. But, like, as soon as I hear drop tower, no matter the height of... Like, it could be a 50-foot drop. Which is nothing. Yeah. I, I can't do. I can't do a drop because tower. It's the free fall that gets you. I know. It's insane. Like you then you're not gonna like be stopped. But like I know that, like the They're engineering. They're one of the safest rides.
1: Why? The faster you fall, the uh. Oh, the faster the magnetism. Yeah, the uh more repulsion that the magnets have, so it'll stop you no matter
0: what. Just as long as the electricity's running. Look at so, look at <laughs> us teaching our listeners. <laughs> it's what we're studying. I mean, it's what you're studying most, more than anything. Yeah. I'm. I. I have to study physics just because engineering is in the in the end of my major. But like, yeah, roller coasters and all that isn't what I saw. Like, you didn't see that in El Salvador, man. I mean, of course you won't. Like, I don't think a third world country can afford. Like, I don't think like it's a poor country. Like, I don't think anyone could afford to host host an amusement host an amusement park. I don't think the state like I don't think I, I think would write roller more important things to worry about than amusement parks. Yeah. Like survival. Not <laughs> too like my, my my uncle is a police officer and there's been numerous times where they've been threatened. Like the government has threatened the police officers that they, they would not pay them because there isn't money. So of course these police officers go on strike right away and then the money's in their in their accounts the next day. The like, government's just trying to like it's a dictatorship down there if no one like, if you didn't know about like so of course you know what a dictator Yeah. He's a dick. <laughs> it's in, the, it's in the, the first three letters of his name. <laughs> but, like, I would go back with safety, of course. Bulletproof Kevlar armor. <laughs> Juggernaut suit just on the jet. I mean, I would There's other countries I would like to visit. I'll name a few. Most of Europe, of course. Like, that's the total cliche. I want to travel the world type. That's one of my bucket list. Russia would be nice to visit. Let's go to Russia. Japan. If I could go anywhere, I would probably
1: want to go to New Zealand. Why, why, why there? I've never heard you mention New Zealand. Well, have you seen pictures of New Zealand? Nope. Or maybe Iceland. Or is it Greenland? <laughs> uh, no, Greenland if for some reason is all ice. And ice is green. And Iceland is
0: covered with fruit vegetation. That makes no sense. I want to go to Antarctica. I want to live there. raise a family. With the penguins. Like, have a pet penguin. I want really... Mr. Popper's penguins. <laughs> Mr. Portillo's penguins. Have a movie right after me. <clears throat> you have any idea where we're going to go right now? I have, no, I I don't even know where we're headed right now. I mean, we're in Hanover right now. We're about to pass the Utz factory. I don't know how far Utz goes. I know they're... I've seen them down in Virginia. But I don't know. Like I mean, if you guys eat Utz, we're about to pass the factory where they're made. Martin's is also nearby by where we live. Lay's is also nearby. Martin's is national, right? Well, we have Giant. I've been to West Virginia a couple times, and... Their giant is known as Martin's. Yeah. I, think, I don't think I Martin's think, is the same. I don't think giant goes the entire way to, like, California, to say. No, giant is very northeastern. Probably. Like, um, Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland. Yeah. I, not the Carolinas. The Carolinas is too far south. I would I, You don't see them at Myrtle Beach. Martin's chips, I don't think, is the same thing. Martin's chips is giant's chips. Sure. Yeah, the Giants chips. You work at Giant, but I mean, I guess you're not gonna know that. You only know how the cards are made, you're probably. <laughs> cart boy over here. But yeah, Giant, Giant. It, it's what it's. It's like GameStop, EB Games. Like EB Games okay. is GameStop, Martin's is Giant, and Giant is Martin's. Alright, I didn't know they were the same company. There's yeah. a lot of companies that do that, which I don't understand why they change their names depending on the location they're at. Like, I mean, I haven't seen an EB Games in so long. I don't know that there's even an EB Games anymore, if they're all just GameStop now. Or has EB Games been dead for a while? EB?
1: I think the, I heard... The last time I heard EB Games was someone mentioning one somewhere in San Francisco. So, they're
0: still out there. San Fran Gives <laughs> us a reason to go to the West Coast to visit the, la- the st- Games. last standing EB Games need a road we need a road trip somewhere like well known like we should go we should just take our cars like one car of course why we would take more than one but our car like someone's car and head west take the highway that leads to the middle of nowhere we can meet a good buddy Jared at the air force <laughs> I don't think we'd get close to the base well, no, we have to let him know we're coming, and then he, we can get clearance. We get visitor passes, like those cool visitor passes, like that. same don't think that's how Same with Wiki gets. <laughs> I saved the world, you know. I don't no, man. Podcasting. You just got to keep wait. your hands on the wheel, so you don't keep hitting that rumble strip. I keep hitting that rumble strip. I have not had to change gears in so long. There's one thing I hate about like driving stick. There's been many times where I'm driving stick and I'm coming to a complete stop, and I kind of forget that I'm driving. Like for like a split second, I forget I'm driving stick, so my car's about to shut off and it starts shaking violently. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, it's probably gotta hit the clutch, and because what you're supposed to do is, I mean, you can hit your brake going from like 40 miles per hour all the way to 10. Yeah. I know. But once your car starts losing momentum, it starts to shake violently because it doesn't have enough. It doesn't have power to keep... I think that sounds right. It doesn't have the impulse to keep going. Automatic takes care of all that, which is why they're expensive here. That's another thing, alright, back to El Salvador. The majority of what people drive over there is stick shift and their cars are more, like, everywhere, except for the United States, the majority of people drive stick shift. I think everyone kind of knows that. Most of Europe is stick shift, most of... I mean, because it's easier to control... Like, like of course in the third world countries, if you need to go up a steep hill, which because like they don't have really good infrastructure, yeah, you're gonna need a lot of engine power to go up that hill, and like you can control how yeah. hard you want your you can control your RPM, which is how hard you want your engine to work, and the higher like like the lower like first and second gear, you're basically the ones you use to climb hills, even third gear at times people who drive stick for a while and be like this guy's a retard when it comes to driving stick but I'm just 18, I've been driving stick for a year and a half now I think because my first car was like a RAV4, that was automatic and man did that kill gas I was getting 19 of the gallon in the city, I mean your jeep is worse probably
1: my jeep is probably the other way around I get 9 gallons to the
0: mile (laughs) (laughs) Nine gallons to the mile. Damn. (laughs) When you said the other way around, I said 19. There's no way you're getting 91. (laughs) No, I meant... Dude, if there was a car that got 91 to the mile, I wouldn't save up. It's horrible on gas,
1: but the money that I saved by buying it was uh, a... It kind of weighs out with the gas prices. Because the Camaro is slightly better than the Jeep.
0: But the Camaro was a two. Turned the key twice to... Turn it on. Well, th- yeah, there was something wrong with the uh, Did fix that spark yet? plugs. No. Is it still a two shot? I mean, at least it's like at least you know it takes two times to turn it on. Yeah. So for someone who tried to fill your Camaro and it wouldn't work the first
1: time, they would try to run up. Another thing that was annoying about it was, if you didn't lock it correctly, when you open the door, the alarms would go off oh. within 10 seconds if you didn't start the car. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think I remember you telling me that,
0: because it almost happened. Right, like, you, was was, you were literally than, in was your like car for five, five, five minutes trying to make sure, like, everything was fine, because there's like, a red light on the, like... You were monitoring a red light. The cable would shut off. Or was that? No, that was you. I don't think that was you. Oh, wait, that was another car. Oh, it was another friend. Yeah, but if you
1: don't turn it on within five seconds, it, the alarms go off. So every time I would, uh get in the car, it would look like I'm uh, like stealing it or something. <laughs> so I would just like it's throw myself awesome. in the car trying to get the key in the ignition.
0: Damn.
1: I did not like know it was that bad. Some cars... I never had a chance to drive a stick because the only stick shift that it's we own is the 1974 mm-hmm. Z28. That's the 4th speed, I'm assuming? Camaro.
0: I th- no, I think it's five. If I ever had the opportunity to drive that, oh my god, that'd be probably be the best thing.
1: Well, I don't think I'll ever get to drive it.
0: That's your dad's car, isn't it? Yeah, like, that's his prized possession. My
1: brother drove it though, but he had to learn stick shift on a different car. Oh yeah,
0: because I mean, when you learn stick shift, you you tend to fuck up with the clutch. You tend to fuck with the clutch a lot because you don't know how to press it well. You don't know what you're doing so cause you're gonna keep stalling out you're gonna keep buckling and like it's just gonna hurt the car which is why a lot of people tend to learn on older cars like I did I learned on like I don't know if you've seen like it was like a base, it was like 90's car yeah. and it was hard cause the clutch like the clutches I've been driving with recently all the clutches I've driven actually besides this one car that I learned in like, you control the clutch but this clutch was if you were taking it out and like we, there's like an exact like you take out the clutch halfway, which I don't think you understand what I mean. Yeah. You take out the clutch halfway, which is basically the point where, like, you can start hitting gas and you'll start going a little bit. And when I got to that halfway mark, which is... The, the clutch would just kick back. Like, it would shoot back at me. And I, since that was my first stick shift, I did not know how to control that. It would keep buckling. And, like, the first time my mom ever saw me, like... I was going at least for four days learning now. And, like, I kept buckling, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. I'm supposed to get it by now. I mean, of course, I'm 14 at the time. I had two more years until I get my permit. I Where I ended up learning how to perfect stick shift was my mom's red station wagon. It got I had to take it to school so many times. It, the soccer team I ended up dubbing it the Swaggin' Wagon. I had a Mickey Mouse... Mickey Mouse steering wheel cover. Oh my gosh, 14-year-old you is
1: like, but hey, what, why, why is there three pedals? I only got
0: two feet. <laughs> I got two feet, one for the brake, one to not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, cause it's weird, cause like, I've driven stick, I have not driven an automatic, the last time I drove an automatic vehicle was your Camaro, not your Camaro, your, your Jeep camera when we came back from the pool. And, like, the first time that I got into your Jeep, I literally pressed my left foot down to get the clutch going. So I could get the gear. And I was like, oh, wait, this is, like, automatic. It's so, like... I'm just, I'm just so used to pressing that clutch. Like, no matter what, I end up slamming my foot into the floor. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, wait, I'm driving automatic. And it's, like, it's not fun. Automatic is not fun for me anymore. It's been, like, a year since I've been... I mean, I went to college, but, like, even there... People had stick shift cars that I was driving. If they needed me to drive, I ended up driving my friend's Prius. And I tell you? I mean, it's it was a it was a smooth drive because you don't hear the engine. But hell no, you can't see me to Prius. <laughs> it's like our friend who wanted to get a Miata. <laughs> <laughs> I just cut on a bunch of people who drive Mazda Miatas, but I don't think well, they're that ex- like they're not cool to me. They aren't. They're not cool. I would rather drive a. Civic, which is what I'm driving at the moment. Then a Miata.
1: He gets gets a large government check for being in the Air Force, and he wants to buy a
0: Miata. (laughs) I I think we convinced him to change his mind, though, because we recently talked... I recently talked to him, and he said he wanted to get That's because we kept sandbagging him until he was We whatever, I don't even want a Miata anymore. (laughs) He also did, like, I mean, ever since he, like a part of me has always wanted like a motorcycle like not like a Harley you know what I mean like a Ninja Kawasaki Yamaha yeah. part of me always wanted to learn how to drive one <laughs> I have a story about how I drove one and it didn't go well but let me finish my thought I always wanted one and Jared was talking about getting one and I was like I, I was thinking and I was like it'd be pretty cool if like I got one you got one Cameron Jared like if our entire friend group got like motorcycles and instead of like cruising in one car we just all cruise on our motorcycles throughout the city. We
1: come up with like a motorcycle gang. <laughs> what do we call ourselves? Um, chicken Squad. Chicken Squad.
0: Cause they, uh, the, the chicken coop. The, the chick- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. but sure. uh, Story about me learning how to drive a bike. When I went to El Salvador, you have to get like there's uh,
1: like there's leather jackets with the patches on them, <laughs> and it would just be like a chicken skull. With, like, flames coming out of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so I learned to drive... For, like, a day, I learned how to drive a motorcycle. Back in El Salvador. 14-year-old me learning how to drive a motorcycle. I was... I took it... I was just, like, basically, like, our like our like the road we live on, basically that wide. And I took it, and I was just driving around in circles. And I was going around the one... I was finally coming around my other circle, and I throttled it really hard... And I ended up hitting a parked car that was, it was just, of course it was parked, it was just there, and I was like, holy shit, it it hurt, I ended up like, I I fucked up my toe, I scratched the car really bad, it just did not go well, and ever since then, I I keep getting mocked because I told my mom, mom, get on the bike, if I can do it, you 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 can do it, and as soon as I said that, I ended up hitting the car, so like, that's the story of me riding a motorcycle. I mean, now that I know how to drive really well, I think... I, I hope I can know how to drive a motorcycle, because I mean back then I was still getting used to the stick shift, how it worked, how the clutch worked. I've never driven a street bike, only uh, dirt bikes and ATVs.
1: I mean dirt. I mean I assume it'd be similar to a dirt bike. It's probably the same. It's just uh, you gotta watch for other cars. Cause yeah, because around here no one has. Uh, People uh, don't know how to respect drive. for
0: bikes. They. Like, I do. They don't give him enough space. I have even I have I have respect for bikers that are just like like a regular mountain bike street like driving to the road. I tend to get like there's a lot of people who like move like an inch over and you literally have like yeah three feet of space to work with. But like I tend to like move like, the entire lane over because like think about it you he makes the wrong move and you his head hits your tire and it's your fault <laughs> his brains all over your. Bring brain all over. <laughs> you don't need to go into detail. <laughs> the skull gets <laughs> trauma. Oh my gosh, I would be I would be scarred for life if that were to happen to me. I'm afraid to hit like a little squirrel. You mean on the bike or driving the car? <laughs> driving the car. <laughs> I think he would be a little more scarred than you would. Another <laughs> El Salvador story for me. I was driving a bike. Like we went like, over there, mangoes are really popular to eat. And that was my favorite thing to eat at least once a day. I, I, and they're, like, not the yellow mangoes that you get here in the United States. They were green. They were, like, they weren't ripe yet. But they were, you, you could still eat them. And, like, I don't even want to eat yellow mangoes anymore because the green ones are so much better. But, like, I like a, like, they're sour. And what they would do, would, they would add lime to them. Like, some chili powder. And some I don't know how to pronounce this, but in Spanish, it was, I washed it, and oh my gosh, it was the best thing I've eaten. You ever eat a kumquat? No.
1: It's like a tiny orange, and it's, I don't know if it's like an unripe one, but it's very sour and sweet at the same time. It's delicious.
0: Yeah, like, I've eaten, like, those mangoes, they're the best thing I've eaten in my entire life, and I mean. I've only had them down in Florida. The one time, like, I had a, I, I, like, I bought, I went, like, there's a lot of street vendors over there. So you, I went to the, like, the heart of the city, which is only, like, two minutes away. It's literally, like, walking from my house to the park. That's where, like, I live in, where my house is where I was staying, and the park was basically the middle of the city. That's so, Like, our neighborhood is how big the city would basically was. But I walked, to, I ro- rode a bike with my, fr- my cousin to the city, and like I wrapped, I wrapped the mango bag that they put it in on the handlebars, and we were coming, we were coming back home. There's a big hill to get to the house, and like he didn't tell me until after I was down the hill that there's no brace on the bike. Like the brakes did not work well. So I'm flying down, the, I'm flying down this hill, and I'm like, wait, why am I brakes working? Coming up is a fucking speed bump. I'm flying at least 20 miles per hour, I think. Like, that's not, I'm like, like, it was a big hill. 20 miles per hour on a bike, and I'm about to hit a speed bump. I was like, what am I going to... I hit the speed bump. I, I managed to stay on the bike somehow, but unfortunately... You come back with a broken arm, maybe a leg, and he's just like... Yeah, I
1: forgot to tell you there's no brakes on that bike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he told me after he was like, Yeah, I meant
0: to tell you there's no brakes on the bike. I'm like, Well, thanks. Must have slipped my mind. (laughs) Yeah, so I I got, I got, I got what's it called? I got, I hit the speed bump. I'm fine. Hang on to the bike. I'm on the seat still. But the bag of mangoes fell on the floor. And I was upset. I was upset. I mean, it didn't... Hurt. I mean, I don't know why I was upset, because... at ev- the mangoes. <laughs> everything is cheap down there. Like, everything is cheap. Like, it was... I, it left, like, if you show up to a store with, like... Like, there's, like... If you show
1: up to a store with no money, you just walk out with a mango. <laughs> Basically. you just got to be like, hey, what's that? What really I mean like? is, like, what like, a lot of people do over there, because,
0: like, the jobs aren't plentiful. <laughs> you just gotta hope that the cops are on strike. <laughs> that too. But like a lot of people tend to set up stores in their own house like well what I mean by this is like they have a screen they have like a door and then they have the re- like 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 you how you have you have the first door and then there's just like the screen door basically. So they would have that door locked and they would their house would just be open. People yeah. come like if I was a store you'd come up be like hey can I get two eggs and then I sell you two eggs. Pretty much that's how a lot of people worked out there. Like, if you were to show up to five dollars to like somebody that's selling stuff at their house, you could probably walk out with like. If I were to put it in terms here, about like. Five twelve packs of soda. That it, it, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's I, I mean, I never lived there. I was born in the United States. Both my parents immigrated, so I got like, um, where I work, Chick Fil A. There's a lot of people that work with me who've immigrated. And like it's hard, to, it's hard for them because they're not like it's because they're an American citizen. But I mean, they're a resident, so that's how they can work legally. I don't want to go through the explanation of what each stage of M- becoming a legal citizen is. But well, why not? That sounds like very exciting. It does not sound exciting. I mean, my dad's. But I was kidding. I mean, my dad might become a citizen in the next coming months, which it's been nice. It's nice to hear that. What is this? What are you doing? Yeah, see, people don't know how to. I'm a street bike. I get hit right there. I know Salvador driving was, like, even in a car. I don't know how my uncle did it when he was in a. When he was in a. What's it called? Street bike. What the hell am I doing? What? I was gonna. All right. I'm, I got in here. You just turned turn up to a driveway. I'm turning around. That's why. Oh, okay. Way I can... Oh wait. What? This is just a road.
1: This literally looks. like I had the cat. Uh, it's a dirt road that leads
0: to Into a farmer's a... house that's gonna kidnap us and Criminal Minds. You know, when Criminal Minds meet real life. Rumble strips. Let's go. We've been hitting them the whole time. What you get for letting your blind friend drive at ten o'clock at night?
1: <laughs> I don't understand why you don't just get glasses,
0: dude. It's been a process. I'll explain this off camera, off camera, off pod. It family stuff, but I'm not ready to share with the world yet. <laughs> I mean, there's only one other, the only other person to listening. To this will be our friend who will know about this, anyways. But I, I'm stupid for like losing these glasses. Because we were we were trying to get on the to a rock coming out from a lake. And it was a hard like rock to climb onto. More rumble strips. More rumble strips. And I like I was making sure to see if my glasses were still there. And like because I I like put them in my pocket really well. I took them out to show camera and I still got them. But then when I put them in the second time, I was more like what's the word? I was not more ca- I was careless to putting them back in. I was careless. And then oh it's left things, right? I was careless to put in, putting them in my pocket but when I hit the rock, like, they probably popped out of my pocket and I didn't realize until like five minutes after we got out the lake and they were at the bottom of the lake, gone forever gone forever <laughs> I was like, let's go back and they're like there's no way you're gonna find them and that's the day that these, my friends, almost got me killed, jumping off a 30 foot cliff safe.
1: Dude, what if, like... I was not letting you leave that place unless you jump? I mean, I did jump, and you, it was one of the best things I've done in my entire life. Trust me, you you would have regretted it if you walked away from that place and you did not make the jump.
0: But that was... It was really fun. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, I don't even think that's, like, a... I don't even think that's a real real jumping spot, because, like, I didn't see many people going to where we were going. And again, I mean, that place really wasn't pop, popular, I don't think. Like, not many people were there when we were there. It had to be over 12 feet deep because I tried to swim to the bottom and I couldn't. Yeah, like, I literally, I just came, I just visited another place known as Peace Rock. We couldn't find the cliff. I don't know where it was. I mean, if I go with you guys, which we probably should, we we should go because it's actually a fun place to be at. It was a nice place to be at. It's like a dam. I showed you the video of me sliding down a dam. Yeah. You were, there's, like, there's, like, a ledge that you can jump off of, but, like, if you didn't jump off with enough force, your head would hit that dam, I think, and you would, like, oh, that's, I would have jumped, but I didn't trust myself to jump hard enough to jump, like...
1: Well, because you would have hesitated. Yeah, I would have... It like, took me forever to get you to jump off the one that was directly overlooking water. Yeah. And having to jump hard enough to go make sure I don't hit my head think you're looking for
0: far enough far enough what'd I say hard enough hard enough okay jump to, hard enough to jump with enough force <laughs> to propel myself to propel myself what a good enough distance to clear any rocks <laughs> <laughs> you, you had to be never mind what I had to be what but I did, I did... I ended up jumping, like, a 10-foot... I don't... Yeah, 10-foot drop, I think. Or, yeah. And it wasn't... I mean, it was about... The water I jumped into was about 6, 7 feet. Which was not, like, a... Good, not 7 feet. I'd say about 10 feet. No, that's too high. 9. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I jumped in, and, like, I, I went in, and my... I, I hit... I hit the rock on the bottom. And that hurt so much because I gotta put on my shoes cause what? El Salvadorian uses shoes on rocks you're not true you're not true What true. El Salvadorian has shoes that
1: a racist <laughs> you're getting racist on raw chicken cook chicken, chicken over here I don't think I safe we need to we gotta stir up some controversy so that way people actually listen that way we have more than one listener and he's he only listens we, to it we gotta we, take sides like people will either be on your side or my side and then when we do the uh, rock paper scissors they have someone to root for I like that
0: but I mean everyone's gonna root for cooked chicken cause who the hell wants raw chicken <laughs> yeah I want a grilled chicken sandwich but don't cook the chicken please <laughs> then why would you order grilled chicken sandwich because you want it no no <laughs> I don't can I get a raw chicken sandwich. There you go. Think about just eating raw chicken. Like if I've never once said I want to eat chicken raw. But like looking it at has. The, but looking at a steak, it already looks delicious raw. Because a lot of people get it rare anyways. I don't understand why, but You don't eat steak, never mind. Why am I talking to you about steak? Or have you have you ever eaten steak? Yeah, but I've always had it. Um,
1: medium to well done. And instead of staying chicken I, <laughs> I don't want
0: to eat uh, bloody meat. I could. No, I don't I could eat bloody meat. I know, I think it's dangerous because if you were to catch. Oh, what the hell? I hate this. I feel like. I hope I know on my way back home I should. No, we're totally lost right now. That's the benefit of the 21st century. If we were to get lost in the 1800s, I mean, how would we get lost with a buggy? But, (laughs) but okay, no, that's a bad time period, to put it. Like, 1950s, when cars were coming out,
1: they were really popular. We've been traveling for days. We only made it 30 miles outside of town. (laughs) How will we ever find our way back? One road back.
0: (laughs) But, like, if we were, like, to get lost in the 50s, we would have to use a map. And if we didn't have a map, oh, my God. We would be lost forever. I mean, we wouldn't be lost. We'd, We'd get lost in the sauce. Lost in the <laughs> sauce. I wasn't a term back in the day. Was there even sauce back in the day?
1: <laughs> no, they haven't thought of sauce yet. Sauce. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new invention. Like technology. Technology has come so far that they've decided to put condiments in a viscous fluid... <laughs>
0: We've come so far. We'll call it the sauce. We've come so far that we can change a man into a woman or a woman into a man. Which, I mean, I'm not going to get into the discussion of that (laughs) because I don't really care what you do with your life. But I'm just saying, pretty interesting how it's pretty interesting how we can, like, just decide. And, and, like, it could be done. The fact that you can. You can, like, completely change, like, I mean, what you appear as, because they really can't get into your genetic makeup and change that chromosome, but you can, they can physically change what you look like now. Classic surgery, change your face, they can add whatever you want to feel nowadays. If you want an 11th toe, I feel like they can add it. (laughs) If for some reason you want an 11th toe or an 11th finger. Well, slow
1: down there. Those doctors have ethics. That's true. <laughs> you can't add that eleventh toe. <laughs> but you can change No, I don't wanna get That eleventh that eleventh toe is against the ethics.
0: Ethics, man. <laughs> you know how to get back home? Oh actually you've never left. Wait, if you've never left, how are you here? I'd have to cut the pod too, so I could use my GPS. Alright. Or... you want to do the rock, paper, scissors? As I'm driving? Why not? Well... Hold on, let me get, let right. me get past this
1: car. Let's get to it straight away. This is very dangerous. Do not attempt this at home. Do not pod
0: and drive. Do not. If you pod and drive, like... Like... I... Okay. I am not going to lie. I've used my phone while I'm texting and driving. Or Pokemon and going and driving. But, like, there's always, like... I'll, when I look at my phone for like even the change of song. I'm just like, What am I doing? Like I can't be doing this. Like I I, I get so nervous I'm gonna hit some I feel like I hit I like I mean I barely scratch like I scratch my dad's car. Like after hitting yeah. the sidewalk, like I'm st am been nervous every time I look at my phone now. Because I don't wanna hit my dad's car. I but want yet, to be able to drive it. Yeah, we're about to do rock, paper, scissors. Oh, well, there's a street light coming up. We could probably wait until there. Uh, wait. All right. Rock, paper, scissors
1: more. at the next red light. I
0: I... Oh, wait. It's like a green light now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even done it yet. You're about to kill it. This is a stop sign. This is just, it literally came out of nowhere. It just popped up right in front of you. Pop- there was
0: no one. A wild stop sign has appeared. There isn't. An... <laughs> what would you use to catch it? All right. What road is this? I got to see what road this is. I might not even know Haley. Where... What? Haley. Huh. <laughs> I don't even know where we're at Okay, I might uh, If you make making a podcast and you decide to pod and drive Have your par- Make sure you know where you're going Make sure you know where you're going and have your partner hold the phone Okay, no, my partner's been holding the phone the entire time Don't worry Because there's no way I'd be able to shift gears Hold the phone hold Both hands on the wheel But
1: I only have two hands <laughs>
0: What am I supposed to do? oh yeah all
1: the thing like if you're learning if you're learning how to drive stick shift only got two feet and two hands and he
0: expects me to shift <laughs> hand pod shift the pod if you're driving how to drive stick shift don't give up it's fun and don't not take your exam with a stick shift vehicle take it with an automatic because you're so, like i have driving stick shift with the real exam you're supposed to shift gears and then put your hand on the wheel again which I have never, ever, ever done. Cause I, I was, I always just keep my hand on the stick. Cause I, I mean, I'm always constantly always changing. keeping your hand on the stick. Getting lost in the stick.
1: Always gotta be touching that stick. I want to modify. I want
0: to go to short shifter. But I mean, this is my dad's always car. Always touching that short stick. You can, you can. It's called a short shifter, but you can adjust it the height. Okay, I see a sheets. Oh, this is about list of sheets. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, this is in Manchester.
1: Oh, I... Okay. Well, it's green, so you gotta make a turn.
0: <laughs> Alright, we're at We're at sheets. Should we get some? I mean, I haven't eaten dinner. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry. I All guess right. we'll get something. We'll do the rock, paper, scissors, the sheets. Whoa. This sheets looks... This rude. pod has been
1: sponsored by... Sheets. sheets. Please sponsor us. But Follow see. us on Twitter you have at an ETO, right? RC Chicken Pod. Yeah, RC
0: Chicken Pod. That's on the only social media we've made. We what should are we you doing? Should we even make a Snapchat, man? You're at
1: least ten feet
0: from the. Should we even curb? make a Snapchat? Right? Our... No, don't make a Snapchat. All right, right, right our Twitter is our RC Chicken Pod dot. RC Chicken. RC Chicken Pod. Yeah, <laughs> Our name's Cameron and Walter. I put you first on the Twitter because you put I've done that since the beginning. Alright, we're gonna do a rock, paper, scissors right here. Alright, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. It's a tie with scissors and scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Tie, paper. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. And cooked chicken takes the third uh, victory. The, the th- tie. I, scissors and paper.
1: Huh? I did scissors, you did paper. Overall, I'm talking
0: about. Wait, no it's not. It is. We're. this is our third episode. i are thinking about yesterday. That we scratched. The, we scratched the episode.
1: Oh, yeah, because we recorded and then we deleted it because um, the audio Lost got footage. Up. Yeah. The
0: lost footage of Rod well, chicken. Well, I won, so... He won yesterday. <laughs> Technically, it's even at 2-2, two, two, but I take the third victory and the official score is 2-1.
1: <laughs> maybe that's why you screwed it up. It's because I won. You're trying to cheat right now